1: Last week,
2: we gave you the highlights from the We Can Act Liberty Conference in Salt Lake City. Well, last June, we attended another great conference in South Dakota, the Red Pill Expo. Both of these conferences meet regularly around the country, and they're also available online, so check them out. At the Red Pill Expo, one of the excellent speakers was Jordan Hall. He's a pastor, an author, a newspaper guy, and a freedom activist. Jordan Hall is lead pastor of Fellowship Baptist Church in Sydney, Montana. He holds a BA in religious education from Williams Baptist College. He has an MA from Arizona State University. He's been a columnist and he has the most widely read online newspaper in Montana, the Montana Daily Gazette. He's been married for, I think, coming up to 20 years to Mandy, and she teaches their five children at home. Welcome, Jordan. Well, it's good to be with you. Thanks so much. You know, Jordan, the basic premise of our radio show, as you probably heard in the lead-in, is that biblical Christians should be active and influential in the culture and in the civic arena. But many pastors, unfortunately, are of a different view. They take a more passive approach to issues like critical race theory, radical sex ed in the schools, COVID lockdowns of churches. So... Jordan, what do you say to pastors who say, and I've heard this a lot, they don't want to get involved in politics?
3: You know, I heard that yesterday. As I've been on a tour nonstop throughout Montana since June, I feel like the Lord picked me up in a whirlwind and hasn't set me down yet. And uh, I'm, I'm giving a talk uh, called "The Blue," keeping the blue dots at bay because they're trying to turn Bozeman into like a Portland. You know, like where if you look at Washington or Oregon, you'll see that these are very red states, but they have some blue dots that control the rest of the state. Right. And with those blue dots, don't just come certain politics; they come they come with certain uh, ideals, belief systems, uh, religions, for example. Um, and so, I'm I'm speaking at uh, different venues, and I talked to a pastor last night. Who was viciously attacked by the LGBTQ? Who accused him of hate crimes? Who tried to charge him with felonies? And uh, I said, "Hey, I'd like to, if possible, maybe use your church uh, as a venue uh, on my speaking tour uh, coming up in December." And he said, "Ooh, ooh, I don't know. I want to. I want to avoid. I want to avoid that controversy, if possible." Um, and the irony is. I'm being sued right now by the former candidate for attorney general for transphobia, because according to his client, I called a man, a man. Uh, So uh, here, 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 um, in Montana, same state, just right down the interstate being sued for a quarter million dollars. It's going to cost me a hundred thousand dollars to represent my, not represent myself, but for my attorney. Even if I'm innocent, right, it's still going to cost me $100,000. They do it to bankrupt you. They've already done this to him, but instead of standing firm and saying, yeah, I won, bring it on, it was, ooh, why um, why don't you pick a more neutral place? Neutral? How about I find the house of God? How about I find the place where the Bible is opened and exposited? Because I think that's more thats more powerful, believe it or not, than the Constitution of the United States, because it's immutable, it's infallible. The Constitution isn't. The Constitution can be amended, the Bible cannot.
4: And we need to stand on the Word of God, and we need to be brave, and let's move on to how have you handled the COVID lockdowns? Because that's been a big, huge issue for <laughs> churches everywhere in this country, and in and it's a persecution. It's had nothing you know, to do with what was health.
3: Weird, what was weird is when I talked to that pastor whose material we published before in the Montana Gazette, this is weird. He said, also, we don't know what COVID's going to be doing in December.
4: Oh God! And it took me
3: back for a minute, and I'm like, it's going to be doing the same thing it's been doing for the last two Decembers. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like virtually nothing.
4: And it's all about tyranny, and that's what we heard at so many of of the conferences. We said, stop talking about the COVID, stop, you know, it's about the tyranny, it's not about the the virus.
3: I would say it's a little bit more primal To also. It's fear. They want us afraid. They want us afraid of one another. And um, so how we handled the lockdown at our church was, my daughter and I um, broke the the house arrest order which was to go into effect at midnight because um, that's what you call it when you lock people in their house um yeah. the house arrest order and we drove to uh, our church house and turned on every light in the building uh as a signal that when the world goes dark the church lights up <laughs> and then we didn't yeah. miss a sunday we didn't require masks um, and this was back when we thought COVID might possibly be dangerous. We met in the parking lot for a few Sundays. But then after a month, we're like, this is a paper tiger. Like, <laughs> yeah. Where where are the people ringing the bells in the streets saying, bring out the dead, bring out the dead? Um, but, you know, what I pointed out at the time was, the Scripture says, not forsake the assembly of the saints, even more as that day draws nigh, the day of Christ's return, right? Right. So, even as we approach the end of the, you know, the eschaton, it's more important to not forsake the assembly of saints, right? You with me? Yeah. Yeah. But we're told that in the last days there will be a white horse and pale rider whose name is death, who will represent pestilence. So a chest cold is not an excuse to cancel church. Even if it was a plague that was making people drop dead and it could be personified by a pale rider and a white horse, we would still find a way to gather together to be fed God's word and to move forward. Why? Because God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of courage and of a sound mind. In the meantime, um, uh, not all, but a lot of the other pastors in town asked me to go visit their COVID patients because they were scared to. So oh. every Sunday afternoon, I'd spend the rest of the day going to their homes, praying with them, giving them communion, um, if 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 their tradition asked for it. Um, wow! And you know, and I would reach out and hold their hands and pray with. Them. Um, and
4: that's exactly Jesus what Martin Luther did when he when he had a plague of thirty percent of the people dying. He was out there. Praying with people and, and ministering and not forsaking the Assembly of Saints. And so, yeah, there's our example. And, and you're an example. Yeah. Wow, good for you. We've been saying I that since COVID. the beginning of this.
3: I got COVID um, not real early on, but halfway through. And uh, it was terrible. It was awful. Um, because I had to finish off all of these super hot Doritos uh, mini bags that come from Costco that my kids don't eat. Um, that is I lost tough. My 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 yeah. I lost my my uh, my uh, my taste and smell. So uh, it was pretty rough getting through COVID, but I survived. God was good.
4: Well, and your yeah, we your your congregants kept through. coming to church, right? Did they come?
3: Did they no, keep- we gained. Yeah, a we, we gained congregants. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think in the entire course of the event, we had two people wear masks. Uh, one wore one the entire time because I, I, I don't yeah. know why. I, I think that she lives in fear, and uh, a second, uh, I think it's happened a few times with guests where they thought it was they just presumed they were supposed to have a mask and took them off as soon as they saw that no one else had. Them. Yeah but uh we we we've, we've not had any covid deaths we've not had any serious covid um illnesses.
1: Lord um, protected and you.
3: people say oh well you live out in nowhere so there shouldn't be covid. But you know what you put 130 people in the same building at the same time it's going to contract the same illness as Los Angeles or anywhere else and Montana ranks right up there with the highest of states for covid transmission. And so this is, uh, this is God's will and providence to keep people safe. Uh,
4: let's talk real quickly about vaccine mandates. And so what's going on in Montana, um, in Montana? Should people go for religious exemptions? Um, you know, <laughs> Great. what should they do? Because uh-huh. this is just bully tactics.
3: Montana We've been fighting in here. Only, Montana is the only state in the union with an anti- Anti-vaccination discrimination bill. So it is elite. It passed by one vote. I fought hard for it. I don't want to. Say, I mean, I don't want to say what it, it wouldn't have been passed without me. But we put a lot of effort into HB 702. What it says is that your employer cannot force you to get the vaccine. It is illegal.
2: Great. That's what we and want. Yeah, uh um, could you could you mind coming out to California for a little swing <laughs> yeah. and, and turning the entire situation around out here? We, <laughs> That's we'd, what we need. we'd appreciate it.
3: You know, I've been coming to San Diego um uh monthly for the last uh, six months. Uh and uh God bless San Diego, but uh, you couldn't pay me to go to Los Angeles.
2: Yeah, uh, you, you couldn't pay me to go to Los Angeles no, and, and we've been I could fighting drive these, there. Yeah, yeah.
4: we've been really fighting these mandates with our border supervisors and they're just stubborn
3: chop chop off the top of the state call it the state of jefferson and be done with it
2: (laughs) well we we, we know some people that want to do just that but um we're coming up we're coming up to our break here jordan but it's uh we look forward to stay tuned folks we we got a lot of issues to talk about election integrity taking back our schools so we'll be right back
1: There is more Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Still to come on K-Praise. Welcome back to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Melinakis on K-Praise. We are back with Pastor Jordan Hall of Fellowship
2: Baptist Church in Sydney, Sydney, Montana, So Jordan, we just returned from another, it's kind of like Red Pill Expo, it's called the We Can Act Liberty Conference in Salt Lake City, and some of the same great speakers. But kind of a conclusion of the conference was that the three most important issues that we as believers can get involved in, in addition of course to our Christian ministry, which should always be foremost, but in the Civic Square, the three most important issues they said were election integrity, medical freedom... And taking back our schools. So, how how do you feel about the? Do you want to make any comment on what issues you think that we we as believers should really get most likely involved in?
3: Well, and it's been interesting because I've I've been talking to the county commissioners this morning. That's why I, I asked your uh, your uh, producer to give me a call back in five minutes. I was finishing up a conversation with the commissioner, um, where even in rural Montana, they are um the the clerk and recorder or election administrator is throwing um, you know thro- throwing a kink into our plans to to audit our voting machines even in Montana um, even though we can prove massive voter fraud in Missoula Montana really? that's made the national press I Trump, believe it. President Trump mentioned it 5,000 more ballots than uh, registered voters and um, there's a Kind of a battle going on between the commissioners and, uh, well, I, I, let me leave the commissioners out of it. There will be soon a battle brewing between the county clerk and the rest of the county um, who believe in election transparency. We have to get that under control. And I'll, let me throw this in. The freedom of speech and big tech censorship is as big a threat to our republic as voter as voter machines. Okay? Um, yeah. If you silence the mouth of 30 to 50 to 70 million Americans prior to an election, you might as well have fake ballots. Uh, we need to be able to speak freely to change people's minds, and that's very important. The third one, in terms of saving the public schools, no, no, and I'm not going to give you advice on cleaning, cleaning the Titanic. Educate your own children. Yeah, that Find was... a Christian school, find a public school. I have children learn differently we homeschool one we send others some others to a christian school and we send one to freedom project Acad- academy which is associated with john birch so it just depends on who the child is and how they learn get them out of roman uh, of, of the roman court system and they won't come home looking like roman
2: <laughs> that's a good i'm going to i'm going to steal that slogan if you don't mind because it well, kind of sums I'd it steal up well i that from I stole that from Bodie Bogham, so let me... Okay. Let me so that's uh, re-gifting. <laughs> let me that's fight. called regifting, I think. Okay. okay. Uh,
3: yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. And then there was a middle one. What was the middle one?
2: Um, medical freedom. 30, medical, medical freedom, we've already Ooh. kind of touched on medical that. Medical
3: freedom. I, if you go to fbcsydney.org, you'll see an arrow that says, get a medical exemption. And I wrote it out because I saw a lot of medical exemptions for twisting the scripture, which I never want to do and uh, ours doesn't twist the scripture it simply makes a point the bible tells us twice that our bodies are temples the constitution of the united states makes it very clear that the government has no ecclesiastical authority Um, they can't tell the church what to do any more than the church can tell the state the government what to do my body is a temple it has been given to me by god and therefore to force something to be injected into my body that I do not want uh, is a violation of, of, of that principle. It really is. And so, no, you cannot make me get a vaccine. No, you cannot make me yeah. test a drug I do not want. No, no, no. In Montana 20 years ago, uh, thankfully, uh, we passed a, a right to try law that says if there's an experimental drug that hasn't been approved by the FDA, like... Uh, say hydrochloroquine for example Um, although it's not experimental and it's been approved by the the FDA
2: Um,
3: or any other drug I have a right to try it it's my body I have a right to try that drug and I have a right to refuse certain drugs it's my body because my body's sacred and we should render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's and render unto God which is God's now who owns my body The government or God? Absolutely. God.
4: And there were so many people at the County Board of Supervisors meeting yesterday that I went to. I mean, it was Tuesday. That said that that you have no right to tell me what I can do. We have a right to inform consent. And that means the right to say no. And our supervisors voted to mandate it anyway, and it's just infuriating. But,
2: but we have a lot of patriots uh, here in San Diego, so, and I was I was proud of a lot but of those the good folks. News well, is, is that-
3: remember remember this slogan: legislation comes from legislators, dictates come from dictators. Yep, that's that's the dictionary definition of the word. So when you have a board of commissioners or you have a, a, a city council, and they say, "We know what the law says." We know what the Constitution says, but special circumstances, here's an order that we're pulling out of our, uh, out of our derriere, out of nowhere, and <laughs> we're just going to issue a decree, and yeah. this is the decree. That means they are tyrants in every definition of the word, and by the way, it was not Benjamin Franklin or Thomas Jefferson who said, resistance to tyranny is obedience to God. That was John Knox. The, that was the reform. Yeah, John Knox.
2: That's true. I actually I did know that John Knox was very influential on our founding fathers. So, he really was. So one more question on, on election Absolutely. integrity.
4: They said at the conference that we went to the weekend act that it's most important uh, to just return not 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 to audit the voting machines. Just get rid of them. Just have. Paper ballots counted by human beings.
2: We did it for over 200 I, I years. Mike
3: Lindell suggested melting down the voting machines, making bars, and putting the people who made them behind them. <laughs> now that's a great um, idea. That. Yeah. I, like that.
2: I like that, Mike Lindell.
3: <laughs> this yeah. is going quickly. If I could give uh, some some links out real quick. is that Can I, can I do yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Can I give sure. a shout out? Yep. So there's another red pill coming up in Lafayette, Louisiana, this weekend. Yeah. Um, we
2: wish we could can go people, uh, Can people uh, do, watch it online? I don't know if they can watch it
3: online or not. And I the airlines are being sketchy. Stay away from Americans. Stay away from, uh, uh, well, Southwest is fine now, actually. So most of the airlines are, are good. I'm, I'm flying in. Um, It's going to be worth it. I'll be speaking again on Sunday morning on the topic of, from the Bible, uh, individualism over collectivism, going back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and then also with the biggest, baddest Democrat attorney in the state coming after little old Jordan Hall, just a pastor in a town of 5,000 people. We have five people per square mile uh, because I called a man a man. Um, If you'd like to contribute to that fund, go to fbcsydney.org, and you can give to the Religious Liberty Fund uh, tax-free to support the religious liberty of me and of many uh, many others like me who are being sued merely for speaking the truth. And by the way, the reason I've been in San Diego is not the weather. Uh, It's because we've been getting... Canadians to Mexico who are having their children confiscated from them uh, because they won't get the COVID shot. Uh, um, let, so we've been legally, I should emphasize, getting them to Tijuana uh, to, uh, to, to to get them because they can live on their savings much cheaper there than in the United States. Yeah. Um, and so well, that's, that's, for that's doing what that. the, the religious liberty—that's what the religious liberty fund is for. And it's FBC, as in Fellowship Baptist Church uh, uh, Sydney dot org, um, or FBC dot Sydney dot org.
4: That is wonderful, but one thing that you say is that we really need to have the free speech and that big tech is taking it away. But one thing you're doing to counter that is running your own newspaper.
2: Just tell us a little bit about that. It's a very big voice. It's a voice in Montana. It's
4: a very big voice, that's right.
3: Yeah, they still still make fun of us as as fake news, but the truth is numbers don't lie. We have more readership than every newspaper in Montana combined. Wow. Uh, That's because of a, of a, a... self-promotion, so I'll keep it short. But I invented what's called the wrecking ball method of journalism, which it means just to keep it short, keep it pithy, keep it factual, and add a bit of a serrated edge. Uh, A lot of people see I write like Doug Wilson, uh, a little bit of sarcasm thrown in there. Um, And advertise your bias. See, the difference between the Montana Daily Gazette and, say, the Billings Gazette is that they claim to be fair and balanced which no one believes.
2: No one believes. Uh, who are, are your
3: you? who who are your fair and balanced news sources? Is it Tucker Carlson or Rachel Maddow? No one believes that since, since Cronkite. Uh, w- we'll tell you straight up, we have a conservative Christian worldview and the viewers actually appreciate that honesty. That makes them trust our news more.
2: Well, thanks for doing that. We probably only we probably only have about thirty seconds left. But I had I wanted to ask you about your U.S. Senator John Tester because even the Democrats Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, even Kristen Sinema, who I thought was way on the left, this what they're trying to ram through Congress now. She can't even stomach it. But John Tester is nowhere to be heard. So what? What's the deal with that guy? He's a liberal. Liberal, John Liberal. Tester He's has
3: c- to convince Montanans that he is a conservative. That's what his campaigns consist of. He won't be a senator the next time around. Montana turned completely red last year. John Tester's on his way out. So I hope he enjoys his time in Washington while he has it as something that's other than a lobby, <laughs> other than a lobby. thank you, thank this you so much, so Jordan. Much it's been you. a
2: it's been a blessed conversation, and and uh, all the best on your trip to uh, Red Pill Expo again.
3: FBC Sydney.org. God
2: bless you guys. Thank you. San Diego. Folks, that was wonderful to talk with a Christian pastor about what it really is to be a biblical citizen. So to bless your neighbor this week, prayerfully, pick a civic issue important to you. Do some research and get active. Act locally to change the world. Till next week.
1: Thanks for joining us for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Join us next week at this same time as Kathleen Melanakis, author and retired registered nurse, and her husband, Brian Melanakis, former company president, explore the deeper issues and spiritual forces behind the news and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their response Responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover more major news happening from the view of the Biblical Citizen. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or a sponsor, send an email to biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. That's biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. This has been Biblical Citizen. Let's roll on K-Praise.